It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, by the way, Austin, those speakers were definitely off. I had no idea that, <laughs> that we were coming up. <laughs> Jake with you from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me producing today and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Jake, uh, to start the show, I want you to think of uh, I want you to think of a bag of ice. I want you to think of oh, uh, an ice cream cone. You're being uh, a real w- you're being a real jerk right now. You know that. I want you to think of an ice cold uh, beverage of your choice. Gordon, can you just can you just taste it? I, I it- literally have my coat on. Like, I mean, <laughs> like so cold you can see your breath crystallizing. Like I it, want you, Jake, I want you to picture in your mind's eye the 1967 ice bowl at Lambeau Field between the Dallas Cowboys and the Packers. He's putting gloves on. I'm <laughs> putting on my, my what a uh, baby, my gloves. Oh, but it is it is so cold in What's here. What's the temperature? I, how do I know the temperature? It doesn't say the temperature on there. <laughs> of course it does. It says what you would, in theory, In, in the bottom left, be. it tells you what it is. Not, not on this one. Oh, really? I'm telling you, not on this one. It is it is ice cold. It's 70 in this room. And, and Hans and Scotty, as I pointed <laughs> I'm that- I'm in short sleeves. I pointed that fact out as they were on their way out of the studio, like, man, it's cold in here. And of course, all they do is laugh. They just laugh. <laughs> is the uh, is the heating not functioning, or did they just turn it down all the way? Just they just turned it. Miserable? They turned it down all the way. Oh, That's, so you can turn it back up. It yeah, but fine. but you you're familiar with this studio, Gordon. I know it's been yeah. a minute, but it. It's a lot of window. It's it, there's a lot of it, it takes a while to do anything, and then once it does it, it does it really well. So <laughs> <laughs> when they when you turn it down all the way. Uh, it will, in fact, lower the temperature of the room, but it, it, it does that by, like, 15 degrees. So when you compensate and turn it back up, uh, it, it, it goes 15 degrees the other way, uh, but it takes about 45 minutes. So uh, in about 45 minutes, I'll be sweating bullets over That's here. right. That's, well, I, want, yeah. I, I want you to know, Jake, that I at presently – have my Jimmy Buffett T-shirt on. I got a pair of uh, athletic shorts on, and I got my feet up. And I really have gotten myself in trouble with the whole fireplace thing, but I've got a nice toasty fire going here, and uh, my feet up and uh, feeling very comfortable. In fact, I have a minky couture blanket here, uh, just uh, handy if I uh, if I get too cold. So. I'm very comfortable. Did, Thanks for asking. Did you did you say you're you're currently in basketball shorts right now? Yes, I am. You're really trying these days, aren't you, Gordo? <laughs> you're really putting a lot of effort he, he into comes life. comes to the studio in basketball <laughs> shorts. That's no different. That's Gordon. What do you oh, mean? Yeah, he I, does, feel, he goes, I feel good. What do you mean? I'm all dressed. He, he, I'm 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 uh, well uh, well attended to. I've got uh, you know I'm all uh, fresh and and prim and proper, and ready listen, to go. If you spend the whole day in basketball uh, shorts, that is the the minimum standard of getting dressed. I mean that's, that's, that's what I sleep that in. is the bare minimum. That's, you sleep you sleep in uh, basketball shorts? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Comfy. I don't go to church in them. And I certainly don't go to work in them. Basketball shorts all day. 
Are they the lime green ones? <laughs> these these are uh, a nice quality. Uh, no, I wore quality those. Does not I, 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 I wore <laughs> those shorts. Nice I wore the lime shorts once. No, twice. Twice a month. No for way. Six years. Oh, get out of Own here. Own it, man. True. They're cool. I like lime green. I, I wore them a couple times, and people made it sound like I was wearing my my swimsuit around <laughs> or something. Like a swimsuit. You're 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 the type of guy who shows up at a, to a dinner party in some umbros, and when somebody goes, dude. Could have dressed it up a little bit, and you go, but they're umbros. I mean, they are the the highest quality of soccer shorts, sixty two dollars a pair. I mean, these are just uh, umbros. Have you seen? I haven't seen a pair of umbros for a while. You remember that, Austin? It took me a minute to remember what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. those soccer shorts. Look, look. I mean, I'm built for comfort, not for speed, not for fanciful, uh, you know, attire. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, what I can. I can dress uh, comfortably, uh, but I wanted you to know that I'm snug as a bug here. Yeah. And- Both furnaces are working well at the Monson house. <laughs> uh, not Feels the good. one here at the studio. So, I'm, I feel great. I'm, I, I'm with you, Gordon. I'm comfy. I'm just relieved that Gordon uh, put his basketball shorts on this morning. You know, uh, really Austin, the least he could do. Why don't you uh, go down and get a bag of ice and just spread it around the desk there? See, this is your fault because you came out <laughs> swinging today. And so it's going to be, How? I feel like a... How did he come out swinging? Oh. Th- he th- didn't know you were in freezing cold temperatures? The same way you, uh, the same thing you do whenever I have to pee. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's it's running water sound effects. And, and now I'm freezing in this studio. And I want you to know it's so toasty in here that I have a, lo- I have a large cup with, with, um, with you know, that, uh, that pebble ice... I have one of those pebble oh, yeah, ice party makers. Ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have one of those uh, ice makers, and it's filled to the brim with that ice. And it's, you know, it's the kind of ice that's that's soft, so you can chew it. You yeah, know, yeah, and you just, just snack on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I got a, a whole a whole big old container of it here, Jake. So I want you to think about that. Oh man, it's gonna be one of those days. It's gonna be one of those days. But Jake's right; he is gonna be sweating. In about 26 minutes. Yeah, something like He's that. He's going to be wanting to take all of his clothes <laughs> it's off. It's going to be an oven. You're, you're going to say something to me, and I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to pose some interesting topic to me, and you're going to get nothing. If that happens, tell Austin to wake me up. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about your, your, your comfort. Coming and, out swinging. Uh, Come. Hoping that you don't... Uh, Turn into a popsicle or ice coming or... out swinging. I see how it is. All right, we have a very busy day on the on the show today, Gordon. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. We're going to have uh, jazz sound, including Donovan Mitchell, coming up for you at the top of the three o'clock hour. Our friend David James from DJ and PK joins right. us at four. Mm-hmm. Christian Cox will be on the show at four thirty, and David Locke will be on the show at five. So. Not a bad little lineup right there, no, Gordo. Got good some, to me. got some yeah. jazz, got some college football. Um, yeah, in fact, uh, let's let's jump into some college football, shall we? Let's yeah. uh, let's get into the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. 
All right, Gordon, the biggest story of the day, and we'll we'll talk a variety of college football uh, subjects here, uh, but the biggest story today is the Utah game has been moved to fill a television window. They're going to be kicking off bright and early, Gordon, Saturday morning at 10, which was good news for me personally because I have a jazz preseason game that night, Gordo, so I'll be able to, you know. <laughs> Uh, watch uh, the college football, or at least one college football game, and then uh, go into work. But uh, they're they're being moved to that that new early window on Fox, but they're going to be on Big Fox, so should be a, an opportunity to get some exposure at very least. That's uh, that's interesting because the Utes were uh, hurrying up this week because of the previously scheduled Friday night game, and they were advancing their schedule, their practice schedule. Uh, you know, usually on Monday it's. Uh, a super light day, and and Tuesday they get uh, get busy with uh, getting a little more physical. And this week they've uh, they've shifted that up in order to get ready for that Friday night game. So now now they should be extra prepared because they were in a hurry. And this is a nice game. This is a really nice game. And we talked a little bit about Colorado yesterday. Uh, it, it's a nice matchup. Uh, you know, the, the Buffs have the great running back, the Broussard kid, and, uh, of course, the Utes have always been good at stopping the run, and that's what they're good at again this year. So uh, it's it's a nice game. The the, the Colorado Buffaloes are, are trying to qualify themselves as South champion. However, it's a little difficult right now because if SC beats UCLA, then it's going to be <laughs> then it's a mess. It's a mess, really, because the Buffs, if they beat Utah, then I would, I, I have a suspicion they might be the best team in the South. I, we don't know that, but we're not going to know that because the game between the Buffs and the USC Trojans was canceled because the Trojans had COVID problems. Well, anyway, I'm rambling. Sorry. Covered a lot of ground there, Gordo. <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't stop. Let's just go. You know? What else can I mean, you, you know, say, you know, Jake? I was just, I, no, I was just like on a sled going down an icy cold hill, just picking up speed. You know, maybe a toboggan, you know, and the, the cold, ice cold spray of the snow was blowing in my face. And I was just picking up speed as I went down that freezing cold mountain. Watch out for the wind chill. Don't look now, but you're still picking up speed there. there <laughs> look, the wind, now, the wind is blowing. Yeah. Austin said it. It's like 80, 80 miles per hour wind straight into the face. Uh, but I think Gordon covered that subject. I, uh, yeah, I did. we'll talk some jazz coming up next because that, uh, that about wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good game. You know, okay, celebrate. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm certainly not going to celebrate. Uh, but let's start with, uh, let's see here. Mm, I'll, I'll bite on the Buffs. You think they're they're the best team in the South? I'll, I'll, I'll bite know. on on that angle. I don't. Uh, I doubt it. I think USC is still probably a better team than than Colorado. But this brings what me do you, what to you my on, ear. What my are you, what, are you, what are you basing that on? The eye test, Gordon. What are you basing <laughs> <Okay>. it on? <laughs> Well, I, I, I took it I'm to the bring... I took it to the oh. laboratory and I, I ran some uh, complicated uh, chemical uh, stuff and uh, you know it came out purple and so therefore uh, I thought my maybe Clay Helton uh, can can actually win a couple of games. Uh, but what, here, what do you but think let me, you, for, you hold think, on, let me you, further you think... the conversation, <laughs> if you please. Okay, Sorry, I was let sliding. me mention something that you haven't mentioned in the in the slew of every college football topic <laughs> uh, that could possibly be talked about. Good luck. 
No, it's 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 why oh, it's cold in here. The Pac-12 should do what the Big 12 or excuse me, the Big 10 is doing. Mm-hmm. And and get out of its own way and schedule USC to play Colorado. Yes. Uh, uh, particularly if the Buffs beat the Utes, and and I think the Utes have a chance. So I don't mean to get too far ahead of myself, but it, it doesn't make sense to me why the Pac-12 isn't thinking strategically to get a team in the uh, college football playoff. Maybe they think it's a lost cause. I don't know. But in in this year of all years, it makes no sense whatsoever to have it have to be a division champion. I mean, give yourself the best game possible. If it's two undefeateds going head to head, there's your best argument to get a play uh, get a team into the playoff. Maybe it's a long shot, but at least you could manufacture yourself a good game, and we could find out that question, Gordon, who actually is the best in the South, because we we, we it would be great to see them play. <laughs> Jeez, thanks for getting to the point. Uh, yeah, I uh, I agree with everything you said, Jake. It makes perfect sense. You've got the two undefeateds. If if Colorado is able to beat the Utes, why not? Why not in this year? What do you think about the ten o'clock start time from uh, from a coach's perspective? I think they really like it. Like, I if you ask Coach Witt if he'd prefer to play in the middle of the night on Friday or uh, the ten o'clock a.m. window on Saturday, guarantee they take ten a.m. every single yeah. time. Jake, I'm sure it's going to be frigid cold, and it's going to, you know, just uh, chill everybody to the bone. You are so lame. Uh, I like the morning games, uh, and, and Kyle Whittingham does too. He said that he would he would play in the morning uh, every week if he could, and uh, yeah, that that's an advantage for the Utes. Uh, not an advantage, but I think it's a benefit for the Utes to have an extra day, and or at least what twelve. 14 hours to uh, get ready. Since you seem so bent on bringing up the weather, uh, Friday night at 8 o'clock, Gordon, it was going to be 25 degrees and snowing <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in Boulder. Saturday morning at, uh, ooh, it's going to be even colder. Saturday morning at 9 a.m., it's, it's going to be partly cl- uh, cloudy, so not snowing, but 19 degrees. Oh, think about that, Jake. Yeah. Think real hard real about cold. that. Yeah, it's real cold. Think, think about that wind coming down off the the uh, the east slope there into off the mountains there with all the snow in them, you know, coming down, blowing across Folsom Field. Oof. It'll be uh, 30 degrees uh, by 2 p.m., but that's when the snow starts. So, that's, oh, okay. so there you go. Cold. Yeah, if you want to be cold, come to Section <laughs> Q. <laughs> Have you warmed up at all, Jake? Are you feeling all right? You know what? I'm warming up now because I'm laughing because that is one of the funniest, <laughs> the funniest situations ever. If you want to be cold, come to Section Q because it's colder up there than it was at any football game <laughs> this year. <laughs> Thanks for the weather report oh, from Section, section Q. Q. It's, it's cold up there, the spectrum, Section Q. Yeah. Yeah, because that uh, that cold air is blowing right down on him. Oh, bless that guy! And that was at a uh, that was at a coach's show too. So that means he, <laughs> which cons- if I made a concerted effort to go down there and raise the point. And if I remember that night, I think Sardin Canyon was closed because of snow, and, and so that man forged the weather to go deliver that news coach, to Coach Durier. Can you can you tell the stadium crew to crank it up a little bit up there in Section Q because it's awfully cold. 
Hey, Jake, have you ever uh, gone up to uh, the uh, the uh, Olympic Park up there and ridden the uh, bobsled run? I have done that before. Yeah, that's a lot have of fun. Uh-huh. I bet it was really cold, you know, because all that's refrigerated and whatnot. No, I did it during your, the summer, your, actually. Your fingers. Your, oh. It was it was quite Never nice. Mind. It was uh, it was a rather warm day out. <laughs> okay. And you can do the bobsled uh, track on on wheels as opposed to on the ice. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, back to the to the game. This is a good game. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, you know Colorado. Give give them the credit they deserve. You know we talked about them yesterday and how how they have improved. And it's Kyle Whittingham's impressed with that team. He's uh, studied the film and sees what they're doing, and uh, I think he sees this as a formidable challenge. Uh, Gordon, we have some slightly breaking news. This is more just confirming reports from earlier today. Uh, but uh, this is from Bruce Feldman. Uh, the Big Ten Administrators Council voted today to eliminate the minimum game requirement for participation in the 2020 Big Ten football title game. So that means Northwestern will play Ohio State. Here's their statement, quote, The decision was based on a competitive analysis, <laughs> which determined that Ohio State would have advanced to the Big Ten football championship game. Oh, I can't geez. even get through this without without <laughs> laughing. Uh, based on its undefeated record and head-to-head victory over Indiana, regardless of a win or loss against Michigan, unquote. What oh. a joke. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just say, hey, we we scrapped the rule. Twenty twenty is rough. <laughs> we got to be flexible with this stuff. They're Ohio State. Yeah, that's Nuff what said. they should just say. Exactly. We like them to. better. Wait, wait. Let me let me just read this again because I just I, I the the shock of initially reading it. Let me see. The decision was based on a competitive analysis. <laughs> Which determined that Ohio State would have advanced to the Big Ten football championship. So, competitive okay, wait, wait, analysis is that that's hold what on, we do every on. day here on the Big Show, you, right? You know what this is? They 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 pulled out the old NCAA football from EA Sports, <laughs> and they sat down and they thought, Ohio State, Michigan, here we go. <laughs> competitive yeah, no analysis what what is the matter with with these uh, conferences or or whatever where where it's the is it that they take themselves too seriously is is that what <laughs> it's it is that they think everyone's dumb is it that is yes. it that that they're they're lying it's ego because in in you could just reveal your agenda it's 2020 we can all be real with each other it's all right you know Time just say, just, yeah, we just can... pull out pull out the calculator and go, let's see. Ohio State is worth more money than anybody else in this conference. Bingo, boom. And they're the only ones with a chance at the college football playoff, which is worth yeah. millions. And if you're mm-hmm. a conference and you come out and say, we would like a team in the college football playoff, I don't think the reaction would be all that negative. <laughs> I mean, if the SEC did this with Alabama, we'd all go, yeah, that makes sense, too. Wait, the ACC did do it. They did. And at least they had the, the courage not to lie to us. They just did it. They just analysis. Said, they just Deal with it. it. <laughs> what was it? Notre Dame season is now over. <laughs> <laughs> and... And they will face Clemson in the uh, in the ACC title game. Which, we won't take any questions. Have a nice day. Which takes place next month. <laughs> but what we've done is arranged it so it doesn't really matter. Those teams are facing, and they're going to be uh, I- I- with their current record. Uh, Commissioner, question. Did you do any competitive analysis coming to this decision? You know what this is like? This is like, this is like an arranged marriage, you know? 
uh, you know, in the old days where someone is telling their daughter they're going to marry the king. Well, I, money, 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 money. Anyway. Oh man, that's just uh, you know. But uh, you know the, the same thing, and there's connections here all the way around. But I, I find the Colorado USC situation even more, just as interesting, if not more, because it is USC who couldn't play against Colorado, which may prevent the Buffs from getting the opportunity they believe they deserve. Because SC bailed on them because of the COVID thing. I'm not getting into that whole blame thing. We're well, all, we're yeah, all but, in yeah, the middle of this, you know. I this understand that. I understand that. But Colorado is being punished by the fact that the other team, the very same team, couldn't play. That sucks. Yet another argument for get rid of the stupid rule and just let them play. Uh, I, are, the man, you're kind, of, you're kind of a rule guy, though, Jake, aren't you? I mean, but I, I agree with you completely. I say take these rules and just chuck them out the window. For the moment, at least. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah, sometimes I am a bit of a stickler for the rules, as they say. But you know what I want above all else? To watch a college football game and to talk <laughs> about it on the radio. <laughs> that's That's what I want. As much as I loved the Dust Bowl that was the summer of sports talk, <laughs> I'd like to talk about a football game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's just something else. So, anyway, that's... Korean there. baseball was a great topic. I mean, topic, it was amazing, yeah. Hey, how'd we do on that, by the way? I think my team ended up having the best record. Yeah, we right? settled that a while ago. Why do, you, why do you need to approach it that way? I think my team might have won. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I just wanted to underscore the point or have Austin underscore it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samsung was terrible. So, uh, anyway, th thus my, my more flexibility with the, with the rules. And in this case, the rules really serve no purpose. They really don't. I mean. Or they were kind of concocted out of nowhere. Right. You know. Right. It's so, just, just roll with it, man. Come on. Yeah. You're trying mm -hmm. to figure out a way to, to, you know, qualify as much as you can. And, and in this case, if you're the Big Ten and the Pac-12, you're already a, a mile behind the eight ball because you haven't played as many games as the other leagues. Mm -hmm. So why not jockey for position a little bit and try to figure it out? It's so stupid. Yeah. And, and when the Big Ten actually does it, then they have the, the gall <laughs> to say, we did, <laughs> we, did, we, did, we did based on our competitive analysis, uh, we came to the conclusion <laughs> that uh, uh, Ohio State would have beat Michigan. Michigan, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and put him uh, there into the into the title game. You know, I discussion my, over. Uh, let me <laughs> let me let me back up here a little bit, uh, Jake. I've met I've met your mom and dad. Uh -huh. I don't think uh, I would. Uh, both of them uh, have superior intelligence, and when you uh, were a kid and you were screwing around doing all kinds of dumb things, and you had to make up excuses for things, did you ever pull out the well, mom and dad, I. I made a competitive analysis no. here, and I, 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 I determined that I, I should have gotten an A in that class instead of a D plus. No, I haven't gone down that road. I don't think my dad would have bought it I don't, any uh, of that I don't, either. But. I don't think my parents would have either. I would have, I would have picked a better lie than that one. Uh, 
Competitive analysis. Jeez. That's pretty funny. Who, who, who I mean, people think we are. Anytime, anytime anybody has an excuse, that's what they should pull out of the, uh, the old holster. There, I, I, I made a competitive analysis, and I determined that it would be better for me not to have to work today. You know what? I'm going to do it like every day on the show. You know, I did a, <laughs> I did a competitive analysis, Gordon, and uh, come to the conclusion that uh, I won our next argument. <laughs> Don't know what we're going to argue about yet. (laughs) I have no idea, but, but yeah, I won that thing. (laughs) Oh man. I've never even heard that term before. Competitive analysis. I I don't even know what they're, I don't know what they're talking about. They, they honestly could be talking about a video game. They could be, that could be, uh, what's, uh, Kevin Warren, right? He called his bookie. (laughs) He's like, Hey, (laughs) who would have, who would have won that game? Uh, Charlie. (laughs) <laughs> there you go competitive analysis ohio state would have won get Done. them in the title game boom <laughs> yes. what a joke that is funny but but you and i agree <laughs> with the end result and uh, that's what's most important whether you're using competitive analysis or not now playoff committee please please leave them out anyway because they deserve it <laughs> Because they'll have only played six games, right? Leave and them for out. Anyone who was anyone who was paying attention last night, you saw that Ohio State is four, so they are being included. It looks garbage, like. hot garbage, right there. So but, who do who do you who do you put in there instead right now? Well, here's what you need to root for. You need to root for uh, because I've thought about this because I do dislike the Big Ten. Here's what you need to root for. You need to root for Clemson to beat. Notre Dame in the ACC okay. championship, and you All should right. root for Florida to beat Alabama. So then, though, then it's a rematch all the way around. All the way around, or mm-hmm. uh, you you could hope that the playoff committee rewards Texas A and M, even though they won't play in the SEC title game. That could be a thing. They've done that certainly with the SEC before. So, how do you think the rest of college football re- would react if if the four teams that went to the playoff were I don't know if it's possible, but what if they were all from just from two conferences? Sign me up. That's going to chap some people, just like that cold wind blowing down the mountain. Well, they should have played. <laughs> they should have played. Wow. Six games, six and zero. Oh. Get them in. Oh, you guys are such jerks. <laughs> I right. like what you said yesterday, Jake. Ah, BYU didn't play anybody. Well, neither did Ohio State. Literally. <laughs> but they're Ohio State. Oh, the man. Ohio State. Stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Okay, it is the big show. Uh, band of the day today is Foreigner. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. And you, you picked it just because of this song and how cold it is in the studio. But Well, what did you want? The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Is there, you want something to warm me up? It would have been, that that would have been better. You but, wanted to keep the comedy fresh. We have, we have more important uh, station dirty laundry to air. Uh, uh, before we get to that, you said you don't like that song. I've never, that's one of those songs I liked it the second I heard it. You know how some songs got to grow on you a little bit? That song, I heard that song back in the 70s, and I liked it the very first time. You don't like it. Uh, no. And I'm very happy for you, though. That's good. That's nice. All right. So what's our uh, what's going on? So, I, and I was just informed uh, about this during the break. Uh, apparently, there's been a mystery smell in the studio here today. <laughs> now, just, since uh, I told you this, there's a strong update, too. Oh, there is? Can we not air the update, or are we all right to to, to proceed? Uh, well, the update is we aren't sure that we have found the source. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Okay, because uh, uh, there was some speculation about what it possibly could be. And I then... think we found what was contributing, but uh, it's not the main All right, source. give the backstory here. Well, I'm trying. There was a strong smell, and it's been quite a mystery. Uh, there has been many theories that have been... Uh, <laughs> explored and, and they found uh, we've got this uh, little mini fridge uh, gordon in the rack room mm. and uh, i avoid it uh, like the plague because it is not uh, it might have the plague it's not the, the most sanitary uh, <clears throat> uh <laughs> appliance in the world and uh they they discovered that that mystery smell was a combination of of several things in the refrigerator although now we're we're apparently not convinced but lloyd had left some ribs in there since march is oh that right oh my gosh um, and then uh, austin had uh, had left a hot pocket in there for several months lloyd saying i left the ribs whatever I don't know. and and this one when was the masters again cuz uh, there was a pimento <laughs> cheese spread in there that it, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it walked out on its own. That, Brian and Bob had. Uh, uh, had you still didn't get any us. of it, though, Gordon. Sorry. So if I paid you uh, like two thousand dollars, Austin, would you eat everything in there? Not a chance. No. How about how about how about about fifty? Fifty thousand grand? Yeah. 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 Well, you would uh, here's, eat, here's you would your eat ribs that have been in there since March. Yes. By the way, well, here's the perfect opportunity for your drop that you recorded yesterday. Oh because yeah. Because that's where the the food currently is. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> See, Austin doesn't have. He has yours and my incriminating yeah. audio. Just yeah. I eat out of the garbage. So what's what's the mystery? What that it's not? It may not be that. It might be something else. We have a dead animal in the studio. What's going on? I'm I'm not commenting. Actually, it's maintenance is on it. Well, there are a lot of birds that are <laughs> randomly in the arena, and I've threatened them before. The birds. I, I, I mean, still not think maintenance. I still think one of the best days. In the history of this station of this building was the day the bird got into Lloyd's office. Man, that was <laughs> that was an action-packed day. A random bird around a bunch of wires. I mean, it was it was a recipe for for some good times, like the scene in Christmas Vacation. And I I think my favorite part of it was uh, is that we we called the the building uh, the people who operate the building, and it was Jamie Galileo of all people who came up to get the bird. He's like the president of the building. They like went right to the top. 
He's like, Jamie, th- thanks for the help. I think this might be a little above your pay grade. He's got like a fishing net. He's like, oh, let me at him. <laughs> let me in there. A fishing net. Did he end up uh, flipping the bird at Lloyd? Oh, boo. That was boo. How did we get that bird out of there finally? Or, or did it not? It just it- came out on its own. Oh, okay. So that's not the source of our, our mysterious smell. Because that Do was you think a while it, ago. Could it be like, like a dead rodent? It could be. Huh. Uh, open mic us. Your best guesses as oh, to what so the arena smell is. It might just be something wafting out of hands. Is it okay? So where <laughs> specify where the odor is? It's in it's in Studio B. <laughs> it, I th- I think it, is it strongest out in the hallway or is it strongest <laughs> in the producers' room? Out in the hallway. Maybe we could just blame it on another part of the arena. That's my plan. Okay. In fact, I saw the other person of the other part of the arena that I won't name doing things that I won't say and on air. And they did it. Yeah, sources. <laughs> sources. Okay. It wasn't That's my hot pocket from April. <laughs> I'm just impressed that we had food that uh, was prepared before the coronavirus outbreak. Hatch still has like half a dozen apples in that fridge, so... Can you, uh, like, uh, bring in, like, a scented candle or something to uh, sort of wipe out that smell? What, what, what's, what's to be done here? I don't know. This smell will overpower anything a scented candle's got to bring. Mm. All right. It smells well. like a dead man in July. Jeez. Well, we'll go back to doing our competitive analysis, and we'll All let, right. uh, we'll let uh, people know if we figure out uh, what's what. It looks like uh, Jeremy, our, our engineer, is also on the case. So we've got, we've got like four. He's got a clothespin on his got nose. got like four top minds <laughs> working on this thing. Are they, are we they got a task it force. He came in and said, it's everywhere. It's not just here. I'll yeah. give it back to you. <laughs> got a, it's everywhere. A smelly studio task force. All right. Hey, even if the smell wasn't coming from the refrigerator, that's probably a, a good excuse to get on that. Sounded like we were uh, there was probably some interesting cultures there yeah. in the in the refrigerator. It was so a melting pot of sorts. It's probably a good idea to to go. I ahead mean, and- I like our friends at Essential Oils when they come visit the arena, but I've never missed them until today. Wow, and that that's saying I something. prefer that lavender. To yeah, this. they're very nice people, but it seems like uh, when those conventions come, uh, the all of the smells mix together into one very unique smell. And then, much like after you used to leave a bar when uh, when uh, you could smoke in bars, you you smell like that stuff it's for on like, like a few days. Yeah. yeah. So, so so just one more question because I mean, is it <laughs> is it a musty kind of smell or is it a rotten kind of smell or is it I'd, like I'd a describe it as a, smell? I'd describe it as a rusty mountain or a, a rusty mountain, a musty rotten. It's both of those musty things. Rotten. With a, with a with a hint of glow in the dark. <laughs> Hey, can I clear something up real quick? I, I know this was a very productive segment, uh, uh, I, but I thought everybody would really like productive segment. Would like to know the, oh, come on. the mystery smell. Uh, but I did get this question from uh, Utes for Life on Twitter about our previous discussion about uh, USC and Colorado, how they should just uh, play each other. Um, he asked this question. He says, "How do we now na- uh, know that they aren't planning them to play next week for the plus one game?" Uh, for the Pac-12, well, because they've already said they're not. 
They've said that they're going to keep to the divisions and that one division champ is going to play the other. How do you know that's not a meth lab? <laughs> because that's a meth lab. How do you know they're not playing next week? Because <laughs> they told us. Because somebody had Because the, they ain't. <laughs> somebody had the wisdom to say, hey, why don't you throw that stupid rule into the garbage can and uh, have your two best teams play? And they said, no. Their Next question. Next question. Thing, man. All those teams from the north would have a problem. You know? oh, they shouldn't. They should not have a problem. Then, then uh, hey, Ducks, beat the Mighty Beeves then. Yeah. Yeah. Has Stanford but, won? You, you, you know, you know. They yeah, Stanford complaining. beat. Uh, they beat somebody good last week. Washington. Washington. Oh, that. So yeah. Okay. So and, the two that would have a stink is Oregon and Oregon and Washington, but they've both lost multiple times. Right. Well, multiple times. I should actually look this up so we make sure we know. I know Oregon has multiple losses. So I, I it, it just seems dumb to me. But anyway, that's I, I wanted to answer that question because maybe I did not uh, explain that. All that well in the last segment, but uh, that's that's why they're sticking to the divisions, Gordon. They're sticking to their guns, buddy. Yeah, I think they'd have uh, they'd have too many people complaining from the other division if they they went with SC in Colorado. So I don't know why yeah. though. Why why would they complain? Explain that one. Because they want representation from what's theirs. I mean, but what does that representation get them? What is it? What is that? I mean, is is it's not some big slight? I don't think it gets one of their teams in the championship game. That's what it gets them. Uh, Whoopity doo! I mean, they're they're still going to play that week. They're going to play somebody. <laughs> That's going to be a great drop. <laughs> Whoopity doo! I don't know. I can't explain it. Jake. Uh, they, the uh, whole league still only played four games. Oregon's played five. They're at three and two. Washington's at three and one. And then USC and Colorado are uh, undefeated. It's not really much to, uh, to 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 base any kind of claim for a, an opportunity at a championship, is it? No, and it's also not in the in the uh, Big Ten, and that's why not to go in circles. But it'd be ludicrous if they let Ohio State into the playoff. All right. Well, that that whole uh, that whole segment. Uh, what word did you use there, Austin? It stinks. That was really a productive segment. Mornex, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. A, must, a musty rot. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to go heavy jazz in the 3 o'clock hour. We're going to let you hear from Quinn Snyder as well as Donovan Mitchell as they both had media availability as their camp rolls on. The Jazz start on Saturday, preseason uh, on Saturday. Gordon, uh, maybe we can get to this a little bit more thoroughly uh, later on in the show, but have you seen the uh, the story that's coming out of Boise about emails that Brian Harson sent to their president and athletic director about uh, uh, their future with the Mountain West Conference? 
Yes, I did see that. And uh, it wasn't particularly happy news for the Mountain West. Well, Harson's kind of starting to bug me, to be honest with you. This the the condescension in these emails is something else. But um, it, uh, this was in September, Gordon, after the Mountain West Conference had uh, had shut it down. And Harson, uh, just read a couple of things that he wrote. He said, uh, that leads into the conference conversation that we need to address again and for as long as it takes to put a plan together to move. Now is the time, now in all caps. The longer it takes, uh, the longer we stay in the Mountain West. I'm 1,000% convinced we need to make this move for football. And if that means other sports, too, in the long run, it will be what's best for the university. He says, uh, I understand there are risks and budgets and travel costs. That's all real to me. I also know that's exactly why Boise State is the program it is today, because we took risks necessary to grow our program. He said, uh, after this uh, call with Mount West, he said, uh, we made no decision, and the most disappointing thing was Craig Thompson said nothing. The Mountain West is clearly not the standard in college football. From my observation, we have no uh, no one real voice on these calls uh, that says that's uh, that is our plan. He went on to uh, further complain that Boise uh, isn't basically running the show. And then also uh, this uh, story in IdahoPress.com said that uh, they talked to two Two conferences uh, about possibly uh, gaining membership. And if you read between the lines, the two conferences were the WCC and the Big West. Um, we'll get into his, his terrible comparison to the Statue of Liberty play here in a moment. But what's your initial reaction to all this, Gordon? Uh, well, I mean, it looks to me like uh, BYU might have a partner in uh, as far as uh, – collective hate from the other teams in the conference oh yeah well that that's probably been going on for a while i'm guessing but but it's you know whoever's got the power you know boise state sees itself as superior to the rest of the league much the way gonzaga does uh in the in the church league in basketball so it's i when 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 a they've got he's got ambitions they want the program to to prosper on on the highest level possible, and that's really what prompted BYU to go independent back in the day, at least part of it. And so now Boise State is talking about jumping ship. I mean, wasn't there some talk about them going to the American? Yeah, but if they're looking to dump the rest of their sports in a different league, I mean, I, uh, that likely isn't what they're looking to do. This has got to be their, they're thinking about going independent. Mm. Well, I mean, wow. Okay, uh, the independent thing. I guess there's, uh, you know, uh, there's some uh, some reasoning behind that. BYU made that decision for all kinds of different reasons. And, uh, and now Boise State, that would be a huge blow to the Mountain West. Oh, yeah, because absolutely. Boise State is the kingpin there. And and they act like it. I mean, we, yeah. we alluded to it a little bit yesterday, but when the rest of the league tried to write out their, you know, special exemption to get paid more. Uh, Boise sued. They sued the Mountain West, and the Mountain West backed down. I mean, so it's not. Yeah, yeah. This is not the the beginning of the hard feelings. I don't think. Do you do you anticipate? You know, I read uh, I read something in an interview uh, earlier. I, I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it had something to do with the National Football uh, Federation or something. But it had Chuck Ninus. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. 
the guy who used to be commissioner, like the Big 12 and a bunch of other conferences, he said all kinds of positions. And he said changes are coming to college football. He said those CFA teams are going to bolt. They're going to separate from the NCAA, and that's going to happen and because they have a different agenda. They have different things than they want than the majority of teams in the NCAA who can't afford to do what the major football programs want and that these changes are coming. So that would be interesting to see how that would affect uh, uh, teams like BYU and Boise State, who are not a part of the P5 structure, but they, I think they would be included in that group as really viable football programs, schools that uh, would be included if there was a breakaway and a restructuring. I just don't know what form it would take, and I don't know where Boise State would end up going. Uh, independence? Is that really what they want to do? Well, again, I don't know, but it it would seem so because that's why they would be looking to to dump their other sports in those two. The the Big yeah. West in the in the West Coast Conference. The, the they didn't name the West Coast Conference, uh, but uh, in the emails where they uh, alluded to communication with a different conference, they said, "Yeah, we keep getting the feedback that uh, the that they only like religious oriented schools." So which do is, a little do a little deduction to, to whittle that one down, Gordon. Which is the exact opposite of what most conferences think, seems right. like. Uh, but real quick, let me just get to this because uh, uh, we're up against it. We'll get to Quinn Snyder coming up next. But uh, this goofy uh, analogy that Harson wrote uh, trying to encourage them to, uh, to do something. He says, quote, let me put it like this. 2006 Fiesta Bowl, two-point play. Put the ball behind our back and stand there like a statue and take the biggest <laughs> risk in the most critical moment of the game or run up the middle and stay conservative. I know which one I'd pick. And glad I did because it changed everything. Time for Statue Left Part 2. Have a great weekend at Bleed Blue. Wow, that's going to make him real popular around the league. No, but what a what a stupid self-promote right there. Did he a, call that play? Yeah, because he was Peterson's offensive coordinator. I always heard the tell that Peterson said, run him, this. Himself did? I don't, I don't know. But wow. he obviously has given himself credit. Like, guys, trust me, yeah. I'm the smartest guy ever <laughs> because I called that play. Oh, you're not going to judge the man on one comment like that, are you? Uh-huh. Bet your bottom dollar I am. <laughs> it's like having a vanity license plate. No coming back from it. Uh, what, what, not what, funny? Okay. Well, No, I was just trying to remember what Gordon's was. It was like hoop it up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Round ball ruckus. <laughs> it was like no, baller. B-A-L-L-E-R. No, I had two. One was three points and the other was air ball. It's, all right. Baller on board. That's what it said. It's pronounced Porsche. <laughs> Quinn Snyder joins us coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.